It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Welcome back into another edition of College Golf Talk. Burko and Brentley with you. Women's NCAAs gets going tomorrow on Friday. We're doing this Thursday late morning. The men's regionals wrapped up on Wednesday. All of that doesn't matter a single bit <laughs> because my co-host, my friend, my pal joins this week in a very different position and role than you were a week ago. Congratulations in all seriousness. I'm so happy for you and uh, the rest of the fam. Thanks, Burko. Yeah, uh, Mary June, born uh, May 18th, seven pounds, 14 ounces. So she's already doing a photo shoot right now with her mom for the Instagram. So uh, what what better way than to, you know, on the little amount of sleep that I have to sneak away and try to knock out, uh, you know, knock out the podcast. That's commitment to your craft. You couldn't hold out for May 24th. It would have been a great birthday. Uh, your life has changed in a good way for the most part. Congratulations again. And we know the world of work has changed. As College Golf Talk brought to you by Velocity Global. As they seamlessly connect employers and talent, anyone, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Its global work platform is built on cloud-based technology, compliance expertise, an unmatched scale in 185 countries in all 50 United States. We told you the world of work is forever changed. Talent can live anywhere, work for anyone, and get the job done. And more than 1,000 businesses engage top talent in another state or another country without the need to set up a foreign entity or registration. They rely on Velocity Global. To make it simple and compliant, Velocity Global accelerating the future of work. To learn more, visit Velocity Global dot com slash golf i went two for two my friend on regional selections i'm going to give you a little pass you had things on your mind but uh i believe it was 22 to 20 for me it was closer uh, I, it was closer than the women it is and we're just going to go with what tabs i have open so let's start in connecticut Top five moving on, Wake Forest, North Carolina, Texas Tech, North Florida, Georgia Southern. You had four correct. I had three correct. Demon Deacons are intriguing. Conference champs, now regional champs. North Carolina, Texas Tech did what you would expect. North Florida, a team you had. Bit of a surprise, Georgia Southern. Didn't have them on my radar, although I know you threw that name out there. Uh, my biggest takeaway, Illinois not moving on to the national championship. Yes. The first time I believe in six years or 16 years or something like that, that the Illinois has not uh, advanced out, you know, out of, out of regionals. I mean, I'm, I had the stat and I'm actually trying to, Oh, 13 straight. That's what it was. 13 straight trips. Of course, they've made match play a bunch of times uh, under legendary head coach, Mike small, but yeah, I, I was a little surprised by that. But 
you know, other than that, not, not very surprised by, uh, you know, some of these schools, but, uh, you know, hats off to, you know, one player that we kind of have thrown under the bus a little bit this spring on the pod. And, and that's Mark power gets his first top 10 and I think over a year. So if, if he continues to play like that, then wait for us as a real shot. Yeah. We both had the Tar Heels, the Red Raiders, the Deeks. We both had Illinois. I had Charlotte, you had North Florida. So I'm going to give you a positive note. You went one up there. Now let's go to Norman, Oklahoma Sooners, Auburn, Old Miss, Texas, and Utah, all moving on. My stats showed we both had three correct there. Verifying on Twitter, we both had Oklahoma. We both had Texas. I had Auburn. You had Utah. We both missed out on San Diego State. South Carolina had it until they didn't. And you had Missouri. Um, so a bit of a mixed bag there. Sooners taking business, uh, care of business at home. Old Miss, surprising. Utah, I believe I read the first time since 1988. So a huge surprise there. Um, again, we were so bullish on the Aztecs from San Diego State, and to be quite honest, they were really never in the mix. Yeah, they, they, they were pretty consistent. I mean, they were consistent middle of the pack the entire time, 290, 293, 290. And that just goes to show just how big, you know, of, of a role the different types of grasses play. I mean, I, I think if, if San, San Diego State had been sent up to Stockton, there's a really good chance that we're seeing them next week, but that's not the case. Um, and I want to talk about this Utah team as well. This is a squad last year that other than UCLA really got hit by COVID in terms of players getting it, contact tracing. I, I believe they had a WD from multiple events because they just simply didn't have enough players. Uh, so, you know, good, good for the youths. I mean, th this is, uh, I mean, I, I'm not just bullish on them because I picked them, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, there's a chance that they could put together a couple of good rounds. I mean, by no means am I saying they're going to get 10 for match play, but I, I think we're going to see a, a solid week out of them. And, um, I, I, I want to throw this out there. So I, I wasn't on Twitter that much the past few days, obviously for a good reason, but I, I did see Auburn's social media account. The Tigers <laughs> had, had the 36 hole lead. Don't learn, don't learn, right? Yeah. You may know from experience. <laughs> exactly. So may or may not have tweeted out, you know, something like, what, what was it here? Here we comes brought the, the boom. boom. Yeah, yeah. We brought something. the boom. Er. And of course, Oklahoma never lets a, a chance for a little bulletin board material go by. And they shoot 12 under the final day while Auburn shoots four over. And, you know, as expected, the Sooners get it done. But listen, my pick's still alive. Texas sneaks through. Well, not didn't sneak through, but fourth out of fifth, uh, 10 shots clear, sixth place, did what they needed to do. Cole Hammer didn't play particularly well, tied for 40th. Pearson Cootie shot two under the last day, but you know, he, he had a slow start. So uh, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned at all that, you know, it's just a little, you know, just survive in advance and uh, you, you really have to play your best golf next week. That's when it really counts. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home to move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. 
Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Let's go to Stockton, California, Arizona State, Stanford, BYU, Oregon, and Liberty moving on. Uh, Checking what we had there. I believe I had three and you had four. So that puts you two, that puts you two up. I mean, things are going to change dramatically on the other three, but that's okay. Um, ASU, David Pooge got in the lineup for a bit. Uh, Liberty, you threw it out there. I tipped my cap. I don't even think we discussed BYU. Um, <laughs> we'll be discussing that's okay. them next Thursday. <laughs> well, that's a whole nother animal there, but so be it. Um, the two teams that jumped out, we thought LSU might have issues going west. They hung in there. Um, biggest surprise of all the regionals, Washington. Top 10 team in the country. Never really in it. There's little saving grace. R.J. Mankey makes it as an individual. I was bullish on Alan Murray's team, thinking the Huskies, keep an eye on them. They might be a team that could get the match play. It would be intriguing. Um, and their season's over just like that. Yeah, and, and this, this was a regional where you had to go make a bunch of birdies. I mean, Arizona State wins at 38 under, and Washington just couldn't do it. I mean, other, other than R.J., and I, I'm kind of shocked because this was a team that all year has shown that maybe one through five, they have the horses to win it all. And they were trending, uh, you know, they won the pac 12s. Um, you know, I mean, you can't enter regionals on any higher note than that. I mean, this is a team. I, I believe a lot of people were maybe considering them kind of their top 10 dark horse in terms of national title favorites, like a, a team that's not, really one of the blue bloods, but could sneak in there. And they dug themselves an early hole and never got out of it. And LSU, I, I think that uh, this is not going to be a course where Chuck Winstead retires to uh, Spanos <laughs> Park. I think uh, two, two straight times now that the Tigers have failed to advance the last time in 2018 as a number one seed. We talked about BYU. They'll be playing their third round on Thursday. Carson Lundell, uh, the individual medalist out of this regional. And going back to David Pooch for a second, sits out the first round. I mean, he's still dealing with that back issue, but it clearly was not a hindrance these last 36 holes because he makes two bogeys, shoots 69, three under in round two and then goes and puts together one of those rounds that we've seen David Pooge play so often, bogey-free, 567. And with Jose uh, Bias there, Preston Summerhays, I mean, they had all four guys who played 54 holes in the top 10. Um, So this is a team that went from almost pushing the panic button in terms of, I I think both you and I, or at least I was pretty close to pushing it a couple weeks ago, to now playing on their home course or playing at home, uh, hosting the NCAA championship, fresh off shooting 38 under, winning a regional going away. This is a team that besides Oklahoma and besides Texas in my book, they're they're probably the, the team to beat. 
Yeah, it, it always rotates for me. Um, there's four, five, six teams that have consistently swapped in and out of that top spot, in, in my opinion. So shaping up uh, to be a good one. Let's go to Bryan, Texas. Top five, moving on. Arizona, Pepperdine, Texas A&M, Georgia, and Kansas. I had four. You had four. I had the Waves, the Aggies, the Bulldogs, and the Jayhawks. You had the Wildcats. Did not I didn't <laughs> see it coming because you talk about inconsistency. I can't figure them out. But they went out and they won by five. Jason Kavich is a talent that I don't think many people talk about. Maybe even better at the next level. But uh, we both got four there. So I had to do the math and it's going to pan out for me. But you still maintain your two uh, team lead. Uh, so I'm going to tip my cap to you. you. You you went on maybe a little bit of a limb with the Wildcats and they didn't disappoint you. That should be bonus points. I mean, I, I, I kind of picked some sneaky upsets, uh, even going back to uh, the Norman regional. Like I, like I think Utah was leading for a bit there on day one. Uh, but yeah, you, you mentioned Chase Sienkiewicz. The guy absolutely bombs the ball. I mean, we're talking just a, you know, six, six athlete basketball player, like actual basketball player, not just, you know, played in high school, like legit could probably, probably play D one at some maybe mid, mid to low level D one schools is consistently high one eighty ball speed can get it into one ninety can flirt with 200. I mean, he's Bryson long and at Greyhawk, that's going to serve him. Well, I mean, you got to, you got to do some other things. Well, the greens are going to be lightning fast. I heard as they were last year, maybe even faster, but length is going to be huge. And so he's kind of a, a guy that maybe people won't talk about, but after the way he played these three days, uh, maybe a few more people will have him on uh, their radar. You were right about Tennessee though. Um, I, I thought they would figure it out and they go in, they shoot three or one the last day just never really made a run at it. I think Hunter Walcott, one of the biggest disappointments in terms of the entire year so far from what he showed earlier and even last season um, to, to what he showed this year. Um, just not, not going to get it done. And now I believe he turns pro and has to be scratching his head. Like what, what just happened these last 12 months. Let's go to Columbus, Oklahoma State, Georgia Tech, Ohio State, Arkansas, East Tennessee State. A perfect five for five for me in that bracket. So that's going to tie it up because you had three of five. You had the Cowboys. You had the Yellow Jackets. You had the Bucks, but you had Northwestern and Florida Gulf Coast. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, though, to see the Cowboys and Georgia Tech far and away the two best teams in that regional share top honors. You can throw both of those teams in the mix. I think Georgia Tech, a legitimate threat to win it all at Greyhawk. I I, I really do. We'll see what happens. Um, but pretty much that one was, was chalk, not just because I went all five. You know, you could have wiggled around a little bit, but that pretty much went according to plan. Yeah, other than Clemson, who I think does – you know, snaps a six-year streak to Nationals uh, by finishing tied for sixth year. San Francisco had it kind of in the house for a while, ends up falling back. Uh, 
this this is one of those regionals where I was either going to look really smart or or really stupid, and I looked really stupid. But uh, I mean, hats off to Arkansas. I mean, Julian Perico played really well um, at at least the first round. Um, yeah, he he kind of maybe I, I think should show a little bit more consistency. But when he's on, he's one of the best players in the country. East Tennessee, Tennessee State, some great you know international European talent. Georgia Tech. I mean, how huge of a transfer has Ross Steelman been from Mizzou? Kind of that last mi- missing piece, and then Coach Hepler gets Ben Reuter, the freshman, to kind of turn it on and figure things out at the end. Um, Oklahoma State, not a surprise. Eugenio Shikara. And I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. Does Has he just played his way into the favorite for the Haskins Award by winning this regional, considering what Mankey did these last maybe month or so? Probably by the list of margins. Uh, you know, I feel like the Annika Award for the ladies, we know there are two players in Roseng, Ingrid Lindblad, likely, almost a certainty, one of those two will win it. I feel like you could go four, five, six, seven deep with the men. Uh, Shakara doing that. Personally, I put a lot more emphasis on the postseason. So if you win a conference title, a regional championship, or if you win the individual uh, medal at Greyhawk, in my estimation, that's 1x, 2x, 3x. It's more than just the win. So, uh, yeah, I think Shakara would get that slight advantage uh, in my estimation. Five regions down. We're tied. We're deadlocked. We go to Palm Beach. We're Vanderbilt, Florida State. Florida, South Florida, College of Charleston, the five teams that move on there. I was bullish on in-state schools playing well. I had them all. I had Vandy, who, by the way, has lost to one team this entire spring. So that gives me four. You had Vandy, Florida, Florida State. And then you went with the Indiana connection of Purdue and Notre Dame. So I nip you by one our gentleman's agreement for another dinner on the line. I mean, I can only imagine the spread I'm going to have when we just gets paid off. But since you <laughs> since you have since, a charcuterie board, I mean, you're going to order like three apps, a couple of drinks. Since you have a youngster, I might let you off with a nice Chipotle bowl with some guac. So <laughs> Sounds uh, good. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it light on that mode. Um, College of Charleston didn't see that coming. But if Illinois and Washington were my two biggest surprises that didn't make it, I'm shocked Notre Dame didn't make it. And the way they played on the final day, I expected them to make a run. They're a top 20 team in the country. And they laid an egg. Quite honestly, they were out of it making the turn. And I I didn't see that coming. Yeah, they were they were knocking on the door. I mean, they were in sixth place going into those final eighteen holes, and you know, in in these kind of pressure pack situations, you need your leaders to step up. And they got a seventy six and a seventy seven out of Palmer Jackson and Davis Chatfield. I mean, Palmer Jackson probably played his way off the final Haskins watch list with with this performance. Um, so yeah, I, I went with the Indiana connection, and uh, it simply didn't connect. But College of Charleston, I believe the highest-ranked team going to Greyhawk, um, first time they go into Nationals since 2001. Uh, so huge accomplishment there. Uh, other than that, not not too many surprises. I mean, I, I didn't go with South Florida. Um, 
just because I wanted to kind of go against the grain. But really, I mean, if looking back at it, those top four aren't surprising. I mean, South Florida is, is a good young team uh, playing in their home state, and then the top three separated themselves as they were they were expected. And Florida State, I mean, hats off to, to this team. I mean, they, they've put together some really low rounds this year. I mean, they, they've had tournaments where they didn't get off to the best of starts, and they've rallied. Uh, and this was just another example. I mean, Brett Roberts wins – what I believe is either his first or his second college golf tournament uh, wins the region title. This is a kid that last year as a freshman, the, the Seminoles coach Trey Jones was really big on. Um, he thought he could be a star and kind of, kind of spun his wheels at times this year. And, uh, but again, wins a regional, that's going to be huge for his confidence. He's got to enter Greyhawk feeling like, Hey, I'm a guy that can carry this team or be, one of the the top dogs on this team so Florida State a lot of momentum uh but speaking of momentum no one's hotter right now than Vanderbilt um and when I say Arizona State's right behind Oklahoma and Texas and in my mind I forgot about Vanderbilt so I'm putting Vanderbilt probably just behind Oklahoma just with the way they're playing Tend to agree with you. Great chance for all these student athletes coming up uh, for the men's NCAA championships. Uh, Greyhawk, heck, they'll get going, what, eight, nine days from now. And a quick moment to let you know that all the students out there, we want you to listen up. We want you to get out and play more golf this summer. And you can do it for less. Golf Pass makes it easier to play more and play better with a discounted Golf Pass Plus membership. You can save hundreds on tee times and booking fees. Just head on over to golfpass.com slash student to learn more. You should be playing golf, especially during the summertime. No doubt about it. Golf Pass can help you out. So those are the men's regionals. We're going to keep you on a nice, short stretch here. We'll go about another five, eight, ten minutes so you can get back to the hospital um, for pictures and all that good stuff. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home to move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Let's jump to the women. They have a practice round on this Thursday as they, uh, as we are recording it. They're getting ready. And now we sort of project ahead of what we might see. Um, we know it's going to be warm. Any team that was there before, I think that is a huge advantage. I remember one top five coach last year whose team was on the outside looking in, knowing they weren't going to make the match play but diligently notes and this and that and a good enough relationship. I'm like, what are we trying to, to, to muster up here? And she said, we're going to be back here next year and I'm going to be ready for this course again. So, you know what I mean? Those are the good ones that realize, okay, it's a Greyhawk for a three-year stretch. How do we minimize the learning curve, if you will, heading into it? So uh, I'm intrigued, you know, is Stanford going to be that dominant team we saw? Is San Jose State going to continue this run? Is Wake Forest a legitimate threat? I mean, what are some of your ideas, thoughts, uh, as we're on the cusp of getting it going for the ladies? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's certainly several storylines. One is, is is Stanford going to play like the juggernaut team that we had predicted at the start of the year? And frankly, with the way that, or I, I shouldn't say the way Rachel Hecht's been playing, but the way she hasn't been playing because she hasn't been in the lineup because of health, uh, you know, reasons. If if she's not playing and playing at a high level, they're very beatable and they're not the best team in the field. I mean, I, I really have a great feeling about Oregon just because they're so deep and they had their fifth player in terms of rankings, Brianna Chacon, win a regional for them. So Derek Radley's got to be super excited. I think the golf course sets up well for them. San Jose State, you had mentioned them. To me, and and talking about kind of the golf course and the experience of having been there before, I think also the experience, maybe not necessarily the course, but just how, how much pressure there is in terms of playing a national championship and everything's heightened, like even more than even though the regionals is arguably the most pressure packed uh, tournament, just because of you want to get to nationals and it's a, a disappointment if you're a top team and you don't, but when you arrive at Greyhawk, there's just kind of a different feeling in the air. And I, I just, I anticipate San Jose state probably getting off to a slow start and then figuring things out and, and making a run and maybe sneaking into match play. Uh, but that's definitely no, no sure thing. And I want to throw out maybe a, a dark horse, uh, a team that has a lot of history, uh, but maybe not ranked as, as highly as the top few teams in the country. And that's USC. Um, a couple of things. Yeah, exactly. And kind of then in the other USC, South Carolina, um, which you like to refer to them as, uh, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the USC, they, they both have something to prove because they were two of the best teams in the country last year and laid two big eggs uh, at, at Greyhawk. So USC, the California West coast school is one that I had my eye on just because they they're coming off a regional title. They're well coached. Uh, they have a lot of talent, and they have one of the best players in the country in Amari Avery. And she arrived in the spring and has injected not only some great scores and some some great golf, but just her personality. And I think that she was kind of the missing puzzle piece to that squad. And I think she's brought out the best in Michaela Marard who has turned it on after transferring from Alabama, kind of seemed to have lost her way a little bit in terms of being an elite college player. So everything's coming together for USC and and very reminiscent of when the Trojans won back in 2013, when Annie Park comes in and, uh, you know, sets the world on fire uh, in the spring, ends up sweeping the postseason awards. Now I know Amari, didn't win pack 12s but coming off a regional title was won three times this spring i just think if you're gonna if you're gonna tab a team that has a chance to win that maybe no one's talking about i i think it's usc love it uh observations as i'm scrolling through the tea times we know things can change with the substitution rule rachel heck scheduled to be going off first so number five player if you will for stanford um you want to see her healthy. You want to see the best player in the country from a year ago healthy. Uh, I'm intrigued by Alabama and Polly Mack. I think that might be a team could be overlooking if things go well for them. LSU, 
with Ingrid Lindblad, Latana Stone, Carla Tejado. Great one, two, three punch. Uh, the way Baylor, I know I might be more bullish on Baylor than you. They went to Stillwater and they made a huge statement. Um, intriguing, scrolling through, seeing what else jumps off the page. Uh, and then Auburn, they've made it to match play before. The way they rallied at Karsten Creek, I don't want to say was that just a two-day let's swing for the fences, but can you have that? Let's go. Let's not dig a hole early. Let's play like we did the last two days. You've got Michael O'Berry, Megan Schofield, Kaylee Telfer. There's experience there, Brentley, and I know you've got Auburn ties in the family. That's a squad. Their coach, Melissa Llewellyn, she's played on the LPGA Tour. She guided Arizona State to a national championship. Perhaps those last two days in Oklahoma might jumpstart them to something. So those are just 30,000 feet down looking thoughts, impressions of what we might see. I like to pull the Herb Street saying I'm on the broadcast, so I'm not <laughs> picking a winner. But you're not. You're on baby duty. Who's going to win this thing? Well, how about I give you my match play teams and, uh, Fair and, enough. and a champion? Sound good? Fair enough. Go for it. All right. Oregon is one. Texas is the second one. Uh, Wake Forest, Stanford, USC, LSU, Arizona State, and UCLA. And then my champion is going to be – ooh, this is tough. But I'm actually going to go – Before you go, give me a champion, you did not have San Jose State in there, did you? No, or did I, did I miss? Not. Okay, fair enough. I did not. Proceed accordingly. And then the champion, I, I like LSU. Like, it, it's kind of against the grain. I mean, I'm not necessarily picking the team that I think is the best team and, and going to play the best because I do think Oregon right now is probably – the best team on, on paper. But as we know, in this tournament, the best team almost never wins. Uh, so I, I just like LSU because I think they can ride Ingrid Lindblad, who has a great shot uh, to win the individual title. She's going to carry them. She's a player that can win all, all three of her matches and that you just need two more out of the next four. And so uh, this course demands that you put the ball in the fairway and LSU is one of the best driving uh, team. So, um, I don't think the moment's going to be too big for them. And so I'm going to, I'm going to go LSU. I'm going to go against the grain a little bit and real quick, because, you know, you did mention, I have Auburn ties. I, I just, I think that eventually lucky teams, the luck runs out and I'm not saying it was necessarily lucky, but you got to feel like there's some luck involved when, you know, your last five or six postseason tournaments you've rallied and made a comeback the final day to sneak into match play or sneak into advancing to the national championship and eventually you know you're going to shake that eight ball and it's going to come up you know or or, or you're going to roll the dice and it's going to come up snake eyes so um so i i just i, I don't see th this team uh with how some of their players are playing getting through this year fair enough and we'll end on that note one final thought Who's MJ going to be rooting for? Because it, it, it's a <laughs> weird balance. I'm a Gator. My wife's a Michigan Wolverine. So we can have that separation, different conferences. Every few years they'll meet in football or basketball. But, but where are the where are the allegiances going to go? Or have we not discussed that? Well, 
for for anyone who who knows me knows that I have like three favorite teams. So I mean, I went to UCF. My my family uh, are are big Florida Gators. My wife and her family are huge Auburn Tigers. So as you know, uh, with the way you are uh, with Michigan, kind of de facto uh, fan, but I, I don't think I get a choice. Um, my wife is probably more into college athletics than I am. Um, I love college golf, but I like to say, I, I like all the teams in, in college golf. So, um, but I, I'm not going to get a choice. So she's going to be an Auburn fan. She's already got plenty of Auburn stuff. Um, she has no Florida Gator outfits, no UCF. And, and I don't think she's ever going to own them. So, uh, oh no, no, <laughs> we, we, we need to have an intervention quickly. You can, well, hey, if, both. if, if JC, you know, is, is listening and wants to send, you know, a little care package to her, uh, I think that might be the only way. Cause other than that, um, you know, she's, I, I'm probably not going to be able to, to buy something for her and unless it's yeah. secret, you know, and, and unless she goes over to hang out with, you know, uncle Burko and, uh, you know, she <laughs> slips on the, the Gators onesie, but. I love it. I love it. And speaking of the Gators, you probably didn't see it earlier today. Mick Hubert, the voice of the Gators, retiring after 33 oh. years. Oh, my. Yeah, oh, my is right. This weekend against South Carolina, uh, his final appearance behind the mic. Uh, a big part uh, of my inspiration. Of uh, He started shortly after, uh, or shortly before, rather. I'm not that old. I'm old, but I'm not that old. But you got to listen to, to Mick Hubert. So a tip of the cap to him uh, off to retirement. So good news there. But again, most importantly, congratulations. Best to you and your bride and your daughter. Soak it up. Enjoy it. I'm heading to Greyhawk. And we will be in touch as we always do. And we'll find a way to carve out some time next Thursday and see how the women fared and preview the men. But um, again, go enjoy change diapers. That's the only thing you can really do as a new dad. And I'm good uh, at that. I'm, I, I'm like a, like a, like a scratch or, or, you know, maybe a plus one or plus two diaper changer already. Awesome. Love it. Uh, enjoy. We will connect again next week. And for everyone tuning into this edition of College Golf Talk, we appreciate it. National championships on tap. For Brentley, I'm Burko. We'll do it again next week. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are.